Maybe Tommy Kern would shed some light on this. He, I see him on, the on line. That's a big deal. No big deal. Can we get can we get to yeah, Tommy Kern? Tom quick. from NBC Sports Boston. He's brought to you by Dr. Matthew Lapresti at Leonard Hair Transplants, the hair doctor of Tommy Kern at 1-800-GET-HAIR and by Unified Office, where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. Tommy, thanks so much yeah. for joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline. I got to get your temperature on this real quick because you're talking about your buddy Kay Adams, who we all love. She went to a concert by herself and she got a lot yeah. of uh, blowback for it. I got to imagine you've been to a lot of concerts by yourself, buddy. I don't know if I've ever been to one by myself, but I've gone to the movies by myself. Yeah, I love we were doing just stuff saying that. Sometimes it's a, go you, you got to be comfortable being your own best friend sometimes. I might go. I, I think I go to dinner by myself probably 80% of the time. Yeah, because you're like no, me. You hate like sad. sitting. No, sitting down so at a bad. table. There's nothing worse than sitting at a table with a group of eight people and everybody's staring at each other and trying to make conversation. I cannot stand it's dinner to horrible. begin with. I cannot stand going out for dinner. The tempo of going out to dinner is the most maddening thing <laughs> in the world. Give me standing around a bar a table any day. Bob in the bar. Yep. And bellied up to the bar. No, I I, I do everything by myself. Golf by myself. No. You gotta yes. be comfortable alone. I feel like you need some friends. All right, so so let me ask you this, uh, Tom, because I don't get the whole you know moral victory Monday. You know, we mock one. it, we tease it. It's unacceptable to me, and like in in any respect for any respectable human being, I feel like only losers losers use use uh, moral victories as like a as like a, a way of feeling better about their situation. And I feel like you're the opposite. Hundred percent. Because Why? I think context Why? matters. Do you feel because like what? If the Patriots had context. gone into Green Bay and lost 27 to 24 in overtime three or four years ago after holding Aaron Rodgers to four of 11 passing in the first half, they should hang their heads in shame. But the context of what we saw the other day with a team that has basically an elementary school level play caller. A third-string quarterback who was, you know, probably on a scooter on the Western Kentucky campus last year at this time, and myriad injuries on both sides of the ball, the key players, to walk out of there with that situation, context says that's a different kind of 27-24 loss than a Brady-era one. They, all games are not created equal. You guys remember when they lost 12-6 to to the Dallas Cowboys in 1996. I know you do, even though you weren't here, Christian, for you. Huge moral victory for that team. 2014, the second half of the beatdown against the Kansas City Chiefs. That was used as propulsion for the rest of the season. <laughs> that was not a moral victory. <laughs> they just got their teeth bit, just ripped off. <laughs> I can't listen. I heard you talking all week. I'm with you. I believe in the moral victory stuff. But that that Kansas City onto Cincinnati, that was just a beatdown. But overall, I agree with your point. But I want to ask you um, about this game here because in the fourth, in in overtime, do you think Bill mm-hmm. Belichick got way too conservative? I don't know how you get the ball at the fifty and not. Plan on going for it. Four down territory. Yep. Steal the win and get the hell out of there. Why is he so conservative? I think you're exactly right in that you had to make that two down territory when it was third and five. Yeah. And we talked about this briefly the other day when you were in the office. Mm-hmm. Hand off on third and five. You get yourself in fourth and two or three. And then the playbook's open a little bit more. But he missed Hunter Henry so egregiously on a very well-designed play on third and five. Well, now it's fourth and five. And what are the odds that he's going to complete something there, meaning Zappy? So you're just going to run a 14% success rate play 
knowing that Aaron Rodgers is almost certainly going to pick up 10 yards and kick the field goal, you, they went at it with the wrong attack mode, I believe. But once you didn't get it, it was fourth and five. I don't blame him for saying, all right, just extend the game. Keep it going. You never know. Something might happen. But, yeah, I do, I do agree with you. When you're sitting there with found money in your hands, mm-hmm. which is what they had, close your fist. Yeah, so you, I agree. Listen, you just mentioned Bailey Zappi. I just saw Field Yates. The Patriots have now placed Brian Hoyer on the IR. So it looks like um, it's it's Zappi time, or is it? I mean, are you in this category of, <laughs> I don't know, Max moving around pretty good? Bill Belichick did talk about the equation that you have to go through where, okay, at what point is 100% Zappi equaled out by Mac Jones. Is it 65% Mac Jones? Is it 75% Mac Jones? And again, if he had had a head injury here, Mac Jones, you know, no level. But what enters into this, and I'd be interested to hear, Christian, what would you rather as a player, again, not leveraging somebody's long-term health, but saying to yourself, man, even if he can stand up and throw and just be in shotgun, I'd really feel better with Matt back there because it opens up the playbook for us. No, I, I am a, if uh, if a guy can go out there and he's willing to suck it up and deal with it, and he 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 won't allow himself to use his uh, his bad his injury for a reason why he played bad, then I'm 100. Mm-hmm. percent And I feel like a lot of players do that. They go, well, I'm hurt. I'm not supposed to be pretty good any any, any good right now. Anyways, because I'm I'm 75. percent So you're getting 75. percent So my thing is like, if he's going to do it, then he's got to be all in. If he's not all in, then he should wait till he feels like he can be all in. Uh, Tom, we keep seeing these videos of Mac just at practice kind of gingerly stepping into his throws and moving around a little bit delicately. Have you heard any whisperings, gotten any information about a timetable for his return? Because it's been very quiet this week. I think it's so pain tolerant and, and I hate to say it, day by day. I mean, how oh, much can geez. you do today? How much could you do the day before? How does it feel now? Can you can you run? Can you stop? Can you cut? Can you escape Aiden Hutchinson? Or are you going to get smushed and end up breaking a clavicle? And then we have a full season of Bailey Zappi, and we're staring at four and thirteen. Because you know that's really, I mean, this is a one and three team, and you cannot afford to have Mac Jones out for an extended period. If he can't escape, he needs to call it a day. But as you guys, professional athletes who have dealt with injury, Mego too, high level college athlete. I mean, there comes a point where you say, okay, well, this got better than I thought it was going to get. I'm going to give it a go. So, you know, I, I feel like we don't talk about the defense at all because we're so hyper-focused on the offense and then we're focused on, on just Mac Jones. But is, is there, are, there, are there issues and concerns now with this defense, especially the linebacker position? I feel like that was an area that was supposed to be fixed and you got younger and, and faster, but yet you're – you know, some guys aren't playing anymore, and they're bringing older guys in. I'm confused by the entire thing, how to appraise it, because you have the outlier game with Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, where he puts up the number of yards that he does after having seen games in the first two against Miami and um, Pittsburgh, where you, you know you were you were outstanding, especially against Miami, against two of the most explosive players in the league. Was that a byproduct of them just getting their feet wet? in the 2022 season, their first game with Waddle and Tyreek Hill and Jasicki, or was that a good defensive performance? So, so far they've seen three, what we would term 
either good offenses or offenses that are, you know, have outlier amazing players in it. They're not going to really see that this week. Jared Goff is nice at best. Mm-hmm. TJ Hawkinson is, you know, top seven tight end. But we're not going to see anybody who's really off the charts an impossible cover for this defense. There's no reason that the Detroit Lions should be anywhere near the same point output that they've been having against other teams if the Patriots are a good defense. So let me ask you about the offensive line before we let you go here, too. Um, Isaiah Wynn is an issue, but if you bench him and go to Cannon, can you ever go back to Isaiah Wynn? Like, are you at risk of losing? What do you do at right tackle? You tell him he's making $10 million. And even if he has been so bad that you have to put him down, my buddy Zach Cox from Nesson just put out a, a tweet said uh, number one on the Patriots in penalties is Isaiah Wynn with six. Number two on the Patriots are 14 other guys with one. <laughs> yeah, so, bad. I mean, you just go up to him and say, look, man, you got to go get your head straight. Cannon's going to play this week. Stay loose. And if he goes, oh, what? I don't know if I deserve that, <laughs> then you don't deserve $10.413 million either. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Tom, last one. Uh, what do you make of Dan Campbell? in his personality as a head coach in the NFL. I mean, we we got a taste of him on Hard Knocks, and he's got a very uh, particular personality. Well, he won his last matchup with Billy Belichick in 2015 as the interim head coach of the Miami Dolphins. To me, it's about coordinators. You can be virtually whatever you want to be as a head coach as long as your coordinators – can carry out the things that you need them to. And I think that right now, offensively, they're getting it carried out. Defensively, Aaron Glenn is struggling for the Detroit Lions as their defensive coordinator. But if guys buy into the head coach's message, whether it's delivered in a Bill Belichickian way, a Mike McDaniel's way, Mike McDaniel way, or a Dan Campbell way, it's all fine. It's just as long as the plan works. And I, I do. I, I love that conversation. Christian, am I at all on the right track with that? No, you are. I was just sitting there laughing. I love it. We we bring you on so we can interview you. Then you end up interviewing us. That's beautiful. You realize I mean, that you I do that? It's a proper conversation. No, 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 no. I know. No, it's just guys conversing. No, I know. This, but Tom, and I, Tom, Tom always brings me in, and I'm too long-winded. I want to hear from you. That's my problem. <laughs> I just monologue forever. I like it. What well, I, like- I just used to like to go over. With, I would make a beeline to Christian and Dan Klecko's locker. 88 and 90. I was right. hang there yeah. the entire media period, just gassing. Yeah, I will say this as far as their uh, their coordinators go, you're right, but what the hell do they? What the hell does he do with Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, who obviously is like does not have the right philosophy, like the because these are all his friends. Oh, I, well, that's the thing because you could see him up there sniffling and crying, yeah. onto his mustache the entire time about having to remove some duties, and. It's, <laughs> You're right. I can't believe I have to do this. He'll never do it. He'll never do it. He'll never fire any of his guys. All right. Wait, who do you have winning? Sorry, Uh Mike. Who do you got winning? This game? Yeah. Coming up? Yeah, no, no. (laughs) This one on Sunday. Fian versus uh, North Attleboro. (laughs) I don't have a relief yet, Uh, but I'm going to say, look, Bailey Zappi, it's not easy with Bailey Zappi. I'm going to go 24-23 Detroit. (gasps) Really? Wow, we got, I wish I had more time with you now. Right, good, good, it's good. It's going to be a close one then, according to Tommy Curran from NBC Sports Boston, who joins us every Thursday. Thanks, Tommy. Thanks, Tom. Later, Meg. <sighs> All right, that was Tommy Curran. Uh, coming up, we are going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we have some 
some news trickling out or just a little bit more information about Xander Bogarts and his standing with the Red Sox. We'll hit that in just a minute.